Welcome to the Next Door Neighbors podcast, a podcast where we talk about all things neighborly. Here are your hosts, Alex and Irina Mazukin. Start there, kid. <laughs> um, so if I'm like washing my face and my body, I'm facing the shower. Sure. But if I'm washing my hair, I don't like oh, the yeah. stream to like go in my face. So I face away from it. That's interesting. I actually what about for, you? Forget. Well, I'm always facing the front. And it's interesting that, uh, you know what? Actually, I'll take that back. I face away from the shower head when I'm lathering. And then when I'm rinsing, I'm facing the shower. Hmm. So face away. Yeah, lather. and just like it depends. It's always in my face if I'm like washing my hair. And it takes a while for me to wash my hair. So There are people who love standing underneath, like taking mm-hmm. a long shower, like a hot shower and just, just standing like there. It, going all over like your face and your sure. body body your your privates and i understand the delight behind it i <laughs> just delight. can't i just can't it, it's i get bored you know you don't have things that you can think about while you're well like and it's really nice especially when you get the temperature really hot and you're like oh this is great and especially if you're really cold that day mm-hmm. it's fantastic but then i'm like I, I want to get. That's why we have a hot tub and there's a TV, so I'm always like watching. <laughs> yeah. I get bored. I feel like depends. Yeah, if I'm really cold, like freezing, I could probably stand in the shower for a really long time. But you're a bath so person. Too. I am. I like also taking baths, so I can probably just hang out there and just enjoy myself. So the bath that we have right now, it's a nice bathtub. Though I know it's not going to stay there long because you want something different, um, and it's just my luck when there's something that's already <laughs> nice. You're like, yeah, but let's... But it's not nice eat. enough. Well, no, no. It's not even that it's nice enough. It's that it's not aesthetically what you want it to be. Mm-hmm. So like right now, the house came with a really fancy... Uh, I think it's a jacuzzi, right? Where it's got the bubbles going through it. And it's deep and it's long and it's got like a um, a reclined back. Um, and it's actually long enough for a six foot two person as You've myself. You've never taken a bath there though. Never taken a bath. And that's where I'm going with this. Every time I hop out of the shower... And I'm drying off and I'm looking at that bathtub. I'm always like, I would, I should just take a bath. You know what I'm going to do? Tonight after work, I'm going to take a bath. I'm going to grab mm-hmm. myself a glass of red wine. I'm going to get in there, maybe turn on something uh, on the but iPad. But then we have a hot tub. And then I never do it. <laughs> <laughs> I never do it. It's the so much work. The reason I do it is because, well, there was obviously, I've always loved taking baths even before we had a hot tub. But is this on record? I also, yeah. <laughs> I also... <laughs> On the record. On the record. First of all, I always bit, love taking baths. A little bit of about me. Love baths. Just okay. Love baths. I've always I've always asked my friends. From always, the beginning. Ask my mom and dad. Always love always. taking baths. It's my thing. Since I can remember. Since I can remember. But for me it's like I don't want to go to the hot tub by myself, especially if it's like ten o'clock or eleven o'clock PM. Why don't you? Uh, it's funny because the positioning of the hot tub and we have a, a, a door from our master bedroom. By the way, it turns out you can't say master bedroom anymore. I guess you're racist. It's owner's room is or owner's suite. Never am I saying owner's suite because then you're going to be like, say, where? Yeah. Dude, I, 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 I know. Sa- I sound like a concierge like at a hotel. Yeah. Be like, oh, you might oh, enjoy or uh, I've heard primary bedroom is the new way to say it. That sounds British. It does. Or primary bathroom, they, they'll say. Because don't they have like... And I'm like, well, I feel like the primary bathroom is the guest bathroom like the powder bathroom right mm, i would is, call no, that the primary I, I bathroom agree. but people it's getting confusing <laughs> when i this isn't there in in uh um england don't they call don't they have like primary school it's called like <laughs> primary school mm-hmm. no am i wrong it is yeah kyle am i wrong in this one i think it's called primary school primary school yeah yeah and that's it's actually called which grade like here in the u.s something called like we don't call it primary school here 
Sometimes people do. Yeah. I've heard it. This is why I don't sign up for like PTA meetings. And you would not last. Anything school involved. You would not last kids. with the PTA moms. I'm Just like, where do I go now. for the primary? <laughs> Where's the primary oh, school? So my kid goes to the preliminaries. <laughs> preliminaries. <laughs> what? It's before the main event. But so the hot tub is like right outside our bedroom. But I just like don't like going there by myself. And it's one. It's actually not only outside of our bedroom that we have an easy access door from our primary bedroom into uh, the backyard, but where the bathtub, uh, the bathtub in the bathroom is positioned directly behind that wall <laughs> is the hot tub that's actually hugging the side of the house. So it's like you can but open up outside. the window, climb from <laughs> the bathtub, the bathtub to the into hot the hot tub. You're right. And you don't do that. And it's just easier. Like I, after you have to wait for it to fill up the house that easier. <laughs> I don't know. It's like a different vibe. It's a vibe. I, I wish you I know, kids do this thing. Kids do the stupid thing where like they put like finger guns to their, um, the crease of their, uh, arm and then like two fingers out like that. And apparently this is called like the vibe. And I don't know. Cause it looks the like you're vibe. shooting up heroin. It, it like does. <laughs> the vibe. The you know vibe. what I'm talking about? Do you know? No. no Am I, I the only either. one that's like well-versed? You're the only one that watches TikTok. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> you didn't even do it accidentally. You didn't do it on purpose. You did it accidentally. It's, I'm telling you, it's the way that word is it, with my accent. I cannot say it. Oh yeah. Your accent is overpowering. Like, You're why right. is it? Why is it so hard for me to say TikTok? talk like i have to think about it and you sound like you're a little slow in the head when you slow down like yeah enunciate. that's what i'm saying TikTok. it's like i try not to because of that um, people are like why are you saying it so slow but i if i just like just don't even think about it it always comes back out tic tac no now if you were well versed in uh tic tac or or uh frequent frequented I, it if i said it you could more. say talks you could just say on the talks is that what people are that's saying? That's where, you know, uh, content talks. creators. Yeah, yeah. So if like you're like, oh, I saw something. You're like, yeah, I saw it on the talks. Oh, I'll just say that. No, okay. you can't because, you, no. I'm going to. It's I like don't me care. using the word that I just heard and I'm using it in the wrong form. I'm not going to use it in the wrong form. Uh, in fact, you know what one word I used? Uh, what was it? Two days ago, I was on a conference call with a brand and I used a word that I've heard readily. <laughs> Did you say it wrong? I didn't say it wrong, but after I said it, what did you say? Uh, it was um, premise. I used the word premise. And premise to me is one of those words that I kind of think I know what it means. But I used it completely in the wrong. How did you use it? Like, because the way I, because premise is is essentially the conclusion of an idea, right? No, or the like premise the, is like the, the overall point. Yeah. point. Yeah, the point yeah. of the, the idea. But <laughs> <laughs> I use it to describe like as if something is an example like if like so i oh. said i said so if we want to stick to you know the 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 example of the premise that we're working with <laughs> and then i said it and when i said it i felt really good about myself and i was like wow i'm so smart i'm I, so smart i try I'm, I'm getting a little bit harder on myself nitpicking how i speak and i've noticed that i'll rabbit trail around certain things trying to articulate something as opposed to just being more selective in the words that I want to ask. Yeah, but I feel like everybody's like that. Sure, but when you when you when you make be, YouTube videos, yeah. when you make podcasts, like you start analyzing yourself more than others. And I've also learned that I look away when I'm trying to do that rabbit trail. Yeah. And I almost caught myself right now. I was I almost you were did just it because you do know it. what I was gonna do. I was looking away, but I was gonna describe what I'm meaning by an example, and that's what I always do. <laughs> But I like that because sometimes people will say something like very directly and you don't really know what they mean. 
Mm. I mean, that happens to everybody. But Can I like you that. Use an example. <laughs> <laughs> so, like when you and I are talking, no. But I like that you give an example because it it gets people like it almost makes the point. You bring it home, like you people can understand it way better than just saying like directly something like. So I like, or you ask a I question. Like lamp. Yeah, I like lamp. This is why. For example, <laughs> you see that lamp? I really like it. No, I I think I like that, and I wish I did that more because I sometimes I'll say something and I could tell people are not really like following what I'm saying. I think I sound dumb when I have to explain everything no. with Mm-mm. an example. I like I like that you do that, and I also like that when you ask a question, you always give your own example when you when you ask it. And you do that a lot with interviews or like when we have people on. And I, I, I think I like that because it gives people to something something to go off of versus just answering the question. Maybe they don't know how. But when you give an example, they're like, oh, it kind of like sparks something, you know, in your memory or. But here's where the problem starts happening. When I ask a question, catch myself and give them an example of what I meant by this question. By the time they answer the question, I have spoken much longer than they have. <laughs> They'll answer it in one sentence, but you went on for like <laughs> right. 10. So yeah. I'll be like, for example, what's your favorite yeah. color? Like, for example, like I have a few colors I like. I like black, but sometimes I like red and white really looks good on cars. Yeah. And then they go, and they go it's blue. Blue. Okay. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> But you know what? They feel better about saying blue <laughs> after you gave them a few examples of why you love all the colors you so, love. And then I keep looking at the podcast. I was like, why am I talking way more than this guest? Uh, people enjoy it. Sometimes I'll You th- like to fill the silence. That's why. That's a good That's a good way of actually looking at it as well. I've noticed also, like, I'll pitch Kyle an idea uh, of, like, like maybe, like, an idea that we're going to make, something, we're, uh, maybe shoot a certain way or a feeling. And I will... I will start articulating to him uh, the gist, and then I will rabbit trail around it <laughs> just so I can realize that I think I just confused him even more. <laughs> <laughs> but you're trying to explain yourself, and I end up and I end up using after all of that, I end up saying things. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you do say that. You know what I mean? And he just goes, yeah. Then he's really nice because he'd be like, no, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 No, you I, say that last I, part I again. get it. Yeah. <laughs> do you? Because I feel like you might do this, but I'm not 100% sure. I feel like you also do the rabbit trail because sometimes you don't really know what like question you're asking yet or what you're gonna say yeah (laughs) do you feel like that sometimes i start a sentence and i don't know where it's going i just hope i find it somewhere along along the way way. do you feel like that yes i Mm -hmm. i I speak you like start yes you start speaking but like it's crazy to me how quickly ideas come to you even like when you're starting a question and you don't really know what you're going to ask yet, but you've already started it. Yeah. I see, I, I've seen you do that so many times, but I'm like, how does that question come to him? Like while he's talking, I can't do that. Oh, interesting. I have to already have a question in mind or think of it before I'm like already starting to speak. If I'm starting to speak and I don't know what I'm saying, I just, well, I think, nothing I think out. it's a nice way of you for saying that you're not an idiot. Like <laughs> that's actually a hand, you know, a handy, it's, I think it's a great skill. I wish I had it. Skill set. Because then I could fill these awkward silences that sometimes happen, and I have a really hard time doing that. But you're reserved, and so when it's time to speak, I don't know why I keep looking to the side. Um, <laughs> There's a ghost. <laughs> and this is what I mean. Like I have to like stare off to mm-hmm. think, I guess. Everybody does that, though, because uh, there's 
been there's like a scientific fact you can only don't bring hold, science to this you can only hold somebody's eye contact for like uh two or three seconds before it starts getting awkward so That's you actually true. have to break that eye contact in order for like a conversation to happen isn't that weird where like people say you always have to make eye contact with people because if you, you're not making eye contact it's weird too but mm. there's only a certain length of time before it starts getting like super awkward before you're having a staring contest where do you look because i know what you mean there is a yeah you sometimes it's just like very slight you just kind of look away and then look back and so then it breaks that i'm looking time. at one of your headphones can you see that i'm looking at your headphones as opposed to like being engaged a little bit oh see but that it's because you pointed it okay, out okay now i'm gonna look right between your <laughs> eyes right right at the bridge right at my pimple right here oh do, do you, see you? It? no i don't see it it's like well if little. you keep rubbing it i'm gonna see i it. haven't you're I didn't so it. notorious for popping your own <laughs> pimples and the majority I'm, I'm not gonna generalize but the majority of the gals have this fascination and i know it's, it's majority like that meme i sent you and the reason i know it's a majority i don't know the meme you're talking about so there's a meme I sent it to you and it's like a girl and she has a pimple in her face and it says, oh gosh, this looks horrible. And then she pops it and there's like a blood all over her face. She goes, oh, that's better. That's better. <laughs> and I'm only generalizing because the amount of females that are fascinated by Dr. Pimp pimple Popper mm -hmm. on, on Instagram. And so generally the people who are fascinated by those are probably also love popping back pimples mm -hmm. off their spouses or significant mm. others if, if they all let them that's i mean where does that come from like i don't understand I, it's the satisfaction of like like getting something out like i'm the same with splinters it's it's not like it's just pimples i like hey, that like i have something you can <laughs> get, help get out I wanted to throw that in there before we I knew that time. was coming too. So why I knew it was coming. So, but like splinter. So like if I have a splinter, okay. one of the kids has one, I'm like, please let me take it out. I just love that. Like, By the way, you're not good at taking splinters out. I'm not great. You're not. No, you're not. I'm <laughs> not. <laughs> great means like I'm. <laughs> I'm mediocre. Yeah. You're like, I'm taking classes like to improve my technique. I you're white. Because the boys lose their mind every time you do it. Oh, like I'm, I'm not like easy on you're them. not easy your, your your success rate is really low no i can get i can get the splinter out if they would let me the problem is it they just whine and cry oh it hurts i'm like i haven't even touched you yet no i don't know about that but you're the same it? yeah well you know but I, I i and i think you do that like i'm gonna be gentle i'm gonna be gentle and next thing you know it, you're wrestling with him for eight mm -hmm. minutes yeah. versus me is like grab your finger you know really like let's let's like taking a band-aid out mm -hmm. again use an example to explain something <laughs> see but then i got it you got it it made more sense to me all of a sudden you said like if, like taking a band-aid off if we circle back to that original conversation i think it i i use i think of myself as a dummy if i have to speak like that like it feels like i have a limited vocabulary um and when it's i have interesting to interesting that you feel like that way because i feel the opposite i feel like that's a really handy tool to have but to be straight to the point and quick and swift about it i think that's where the the skill set of conversation really begins to unfold no i mean there's many skill sets that being direct is always awesome but to give examples to make people feel comfortable now in examples conversation, are nice when people go what do you mean yes and to me i like that sometimes maybe if i well now that i'm like when people ask it. you that or when you yeah somebody else gives you an example well, like if I'll ask somebody something and they go, what do you mean? Uh, I'm like, well, 
<laughs> when my problem is I don't know how to explain what I mean. <laughs> mm, you don't. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Uh, let me think about that. Interesting. Because I'm like, I already said what I mean. I don't know how you want me to explain that. Do even you call more. him an idiot right after mm -hmm. that? <sighs> Commoners. <laughs> Commoners. I do want to. I, I do want to like broaden my mm -hmm. uh, arsenal of of words that help you get directly to the root the of the point. The point. To the point. I think though, also being. I mean, we've I've lived in the states since I was three, but I feel like because we spoke two languages for so long, it's like you're limited in both hmm. languages because even though people say, you know, when you are. Um, Dual, what is it? Bilingual. Uh, bilingual. <laughs> Duolingual. Um, when you're bilingual or whatever, can speak multiple languages, they're always like, people are just so smart when they're bilingual. But I feel like it was a, almost a little bit of a hindrance to me because I didn't, I was learning both at the same time and didn't get like excel at either. You know what I mean? Until mm -hmm. I probably went to what college. Do you, <laughs> do you know what I mean? But it was like I learned just the basic words in one language and same in the other. And then over time, I started, you know, getting better at English and worse at Ukrainian. And so that like ended up, um, what is it called? Like the not level being as level. But for a long time, I just feel like, yeah, it was just I learned just enough to mm -hmm. know English and just enough to know Ukrainian. So Do I you feel that way? Uh, I, I definitely agree with you. I don't know if I actually like stopped and thought about yeah. it. Um, it makes more, it does make sense. But I also think when people say that people who know another language somehow might either come off or perhaps there's more, I'm going to use the wrong terminology, but like intelligence somehow associated with intelligence. Um, yeah, I've heard that. I think it's because the only aspect of that that I'll agree with is that you're, 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 I guess you're doing mental exercises. You're yeah. like, you're straining your brain. That's true. And I think that's what me people per, mean is yeah, like you're you're having to fire different neurons, right? Mm -hmm. So like it, it, one side of the brain is like English, and then the other side of the brain is like, well, okay, how do I rem how do I articulate this? Mm -hmm. this, this Especially other if you can like yeah, easily go back and forth between the both languages. Now you and I are not neuro are no neuroscientists, so well we, speak we for are, yourself. But you're yeah. <laughs> Your your first in neuroscience is then a pimple popper. Like that's why that's why you're only good at it. That's why you're only good at it. Not great. But um, I definitely agree with you. I think that when you, it, what's that saying? Uh, master of uh, master of none. Right? What's that saying? Jack of all trades, master of none. But then I recently, again, through the power of the TikToks, I've learned the extended version. Do you know there's an extended version of, of that of that saying? The um, jack of all trades, but a master of none, right? But there's an extended version. Like, it doesn't end there. The, Is I it like, like a poem or well, something? Well, it's a, it's, I, I don't know if it's a nursery rhyme or what, but it's a jack of all trades, but a master of none. But a, uh, but something something is better. A master of none is better than a master of one. Right? So, like, it, did I butcher that? Do you know what I'm Probably. talking about? I think you butchered that Did hard. I butcher it? I have no idea. But, so... The idea of it is, let me use an example. <laughs> the idea is when, because the first part of it, what I thought is you're a jack of all trades, but you're not a master at anything, so you suck, right? Um, but the latter part of that verse 
is you would rather know a little bit about a lot of things as opposed to a lot about one one thing and then you can no longer participate in conversations or skill sets. So like if you are a master neurosurgeon, Mm -hmm. but you don't know how to change your old, (laughs) but you don't know how to change your own oil, uh, that's where we start becoming problems. But if you know how to change your own oil, you, you have a general understanding how the human brain might uh, process thoughts and ideas and dreams, um, and you know how to make a mean quiche, like you're, you're not a master of, you know, of one. Uh, but. Yeah, that makes sense. I never thought, I mean, I never really thought about it that way. I always thought like, I, it was like a, a hindrance that you're just a, like versed in a little bit in every, a lot of different things. See that as a hindrance? But I think guess about you mean language wise, language wise. Oh. I, I, I didn't, I mean, other things, yeah, I don't know. I think, but that's true. You can't just be great at everything. You absolutely cannot, no. And if you're only great at one thing and that's the only thing you know, yeah, you right. can't relate to people. I, I look at it from the perspective of conversations. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm starting to appreciate you know, the bit, idea of yeah. conversations, not through podcasting, but just from general like interactions as adults. Because when, when you're a teenager, when you're in your like late 20s, conversations you don't cherish them as much i think you cherish moments uh and feelings right mm-hmm. so like yes. we are at a sandbar during cancun events right like we that. feel like life is invincible uh or we we you know are the peak of our performance and nothing hurts and you always think about the future and you don't you're not thinking about the future you just you think about Living, for today yeah and so i think when you're younger you're focused on feelings and emotions and memories uh, in the present but as you're getting older you're you're finding yourself being in conversations more and more and mm-hmm. the power of conversation is like you cherish it so like i really look forward to when we have dinner guests over mm-hmm. and we have the after dinner cocktails and we're just hanging out with the the company and you know having our own conversations. I really like that. And it's weird. I think it's maybe a mark of like maturity, but I think so. Uh, maturity age, other, yeah. other words. Yes. Um, <laughs> growth, yeah. development, <laughs> experience, <laughs> experience, love, resume, <laughs> black, right. But white, you start green. really noticing that when you're an adult and you're amongst like, and you're, you're like I said, there's this m- like moment, right? That, you've had your dinner guests, you had a great meal, you're hanging out and you're just like, you're spending hours of conversation and you really feel a disconnect when you can't contribute anything to that yes. topic. Yeah. And it's not a, to- it's not an expert topic. It could be like space travel. Yeah. Right. Like, if you know, did you hear that, you know, Elon Musk is trying to commercialize space, mm-hmm. you know, travel. Mm-hmm. And then you start conversing about centrifugal force, right? Like around like the planets. Uh, around earth then you start talking about you know global warming like if you if you haven't read like briefly small articles in passing at the very you little know. least of or going, even like, being interested in it enough to ask questions correct you ever met those people where like you can't squeeze a conversation out of them like yeah they're just it's so interesting where they they have no interest in even just like scanning uh, an article title yeah they never go like oh, i've heard about that and then because sometimes that's all you need is for you to be like, oh, I've heard about that. Mm-hmm. And somebody says, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And then you so explain it. And you yeah. explain it. And then you're kind of sharing think, back and forth. But there's yeah. people out there who just really don't, don't care. care. And yeah. you're like, what do you do? I think it is a sign of just growth and maturity because it's like I'm interested in what you're learning 
are you interested in like what I'm learning or what I like or, you know, am, I don't know, involved in? Learning is interesting. Um, <laughs> that's such a dummy statement, but. Learning I, is so interesting. Learning is, learning is interesting and good. As an adult, <laughs> I think learning is interesting. Mm. And the more, you know how, again, <laughs> this is what I hate. I have to go back with an example. I wish I could just say learning is, uh, this is what's fascinating about learning. And then if I need to elaborate, I could elaborate. But like, <laughs> here I go straight before you even finishing the sentence. I go, let me explain. Let me explain. Learning is here. Let me explain. <laughs> for example, <laughs> you should just start saying that. Learning I, is for example. That's a good one, actually. <laughs> imagine me being like a, a, a teacher in school. Yeah. All right. Today we're going to learn about logarithms. Uh, okay, for, for, okay. Imagine you're walking. Yeah. <laughs> You're, and you're like, well, I need to calculate the. Well, okay, let me take it back a little bit. Yeah. Let's say you need to know. Yeah. Okay, you're not walking anymore. You're running. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I think I don't know. I feel like you'd be a good teacher though, because you could explain stuff really well. I could. Uh, I don't know. About and I think, that. I think a lot of that is that uh, you, your mind is that reverse engineering mind where you could explain it really well because you can kind of see where the other side of it or how it starts. Mm. I'm just like, okay, very like linear, I guess. I think, and I think you're really gracious by saying I'm a, I would be a good teacher because I don't think so. But any example I would, I would use maybe is because I don't learn well. You don't um, learn good? I don't learn good in terms of the way my brain processes information. It's a lot of things, and most people, things have to be simplified and dumbed down. But I need to understand the whys of something mm -hmm. before I, need, I, I understand the rules of it. And when the why is answered and solved for in my brain, um, or I'm sorry, not the why, but the how and the whys, then it makes it easier for me to come up with an examples to another person. Right. So if I was to explain to you how a carburetor works, I would probably start about talking about how a vacuum would be created by having a pressure coming out of one nozzle, right? Mm -hmm. So if you, so, but the way my brain interprets it, I have to be able to come up with examples. Um, but which I think is, yeah, a great like skill to have. Sure. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I think you're being too hard on yourself. I think, I think it's always a, a win when you can explain something by giving examples, especially because so many people are visual mm -hmm. it's like, Oh, okay. I understand that now. Well, I, I look at it as, um, uh, as a, a poor, a lack of good quality education. Um, or maybe interest in the quality of education. So like, if I had those, I think a handful of words um, to do you just want me to start um, doing like what the boys do, um, Sight spelling words. tests, oh. <laughs> and then like the vocabulary where you have to like remember what it means. <laughs> no, but with me, you know, my test would be like, here's a sentence, um, articulate the sentence that's a, that's in a shorter, they... using less words. <laughs> using less words. Yeah. Okay. Instead of 50, let's uh, try 10. <laughs> I'm going to use premise as much as I can. Premise. Oh my God. Premise example. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, going back to learning as an adult, I think we take it for granted or took it for granted when we we're younger that yeah. now knowledge is, is such a powerful thing where I find myself now finding resources of learning of finding great teachers uh, on you know audible or any kind of audio books audio books audio books it, to explain history mm -hmm. 
like learning about the Comanche Native Americans, learning around about the the Cold War, learning about uh, you know uh, the things Marxists that we were like taught, movements. but not don't remember. Right. We like remember the words, but like what does that actually mean? You spent a chapter. I feel the same way. You spent yeah. a chapter in middle school, you know, mm-hmm. talking about the the Turkish Empire, but then now as an adult, I go, I want to know as much as I can yeah. about the Ottoman Empire. I want to learn about yeah, like the why is behind like the things that happened. And then that all adds to these conversations. Yeah. I, f- I actually find, um, and I've shared this many times about the stand-up comedians that I like listen to. I, it's an escapism, but these are very successful stand-up comedians who've like figured out a way how to make a lot of money and their life is already in order and they're just living life, enjoying doing things they like, what, like to do. Mm-hmm. And they take care of their health, the people that I listen to. So they're, it's kind of like going back it's these people who have figured out life and they figured out things that are worth it and are not worth it. These are the people that I've learned from cutting out cancerous, toxic relationships in your life, cutting those out. These are the people that I hear things like the benefits of this like endorphin release after working out and mental clarity. So you, you keep adopting one thing after another. Next thing you know, you're like, oh, I started realizing some things are baloney and some things are important and I should do those things that are important and you know make me a better person. Right. Um, and so the the ideas that they're talking about now is as adults taking classes, not like academically, but like taking learning new things. So one of the guys is like huge stand up comedian. He's taking piano lessons mm-hmm. and he's not because he wants to like start doing, you know, re- doing Mozart or anything. He's just like, I love the idea of learning something new and constantly being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that was really fascinating. Growing in something that, yeah, doing something hard, even correct. That you've never done learning another language. Uh, yeah, because it's a cha- anything that's challenging. That's not just like your daily easy. Oh, I already know how to do this. I'm really good at this. I'm gonna keep doing that. Mm-hmm. It's that's what grows your yeah mentally, like your mind. I, I love I love things. Now I don't know if I'm I'm there where I'm like I want to go learn a new language or play the piano, but. I and besides, I took piano for three months when I was ten, and I'm think I'm fine. Okay, <laughs> I think I I have a good solid core base um, to yeah. really pull from. So I think I think we're good, right? So, and Kyla already shared play. some more stories about our time as musicians on the recorder. So I mean, we're there as well. We're, th- mean, we're talking. Do about you remember like doing like a re- like on the recorder? I think it was like fifth grade. Stepping up, stepping no, it was, down. Uh, then hot cross skip. buns. Hot cross. Hot cross buns. Kyle, does this ring, ring a bell? Yeah. Oh, man, look at him. Fifth grade. Do you see a sparkle in his yeah. eye? <laughs> oh, man. I remember you like pay for it and like bring it home. What and is it? Practice. Recorder. Oh, oh, for the, oh you uh-huh. pay for the recorder and practice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What an annoying instrument for the it's house. It's so annoying. Why did we start with those? If our kids had I love that our home. kids get to start with keyboarding. I think that's so cool. Do you know what's even a dumber instrument that I did in, in Russia? Um, which I don't think you start with the recorders there is that stupid xylophone, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a yeah, thing. The things that kids play with. Ding, fun. ding, ding. Yeah. <laughs> with the little metal like at plates. School, they make uh, it, well, I, I think we did it like at church or something like that, but, and we would <laughs> the like, triangle. Cause you imagine practicing re- like at home. That and would be xylophone. miserable if I keep hearing the xylophone. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. With ding, the boys. Ding. No, thanks. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, I think the piano is just like such a staple I think in a, a lot, of, I don't know, a lot of homes. Oh, you know, it'd be even more annoying instrument for a child. That's what you keep thinking about. <laughs> yeah. Drums. 
never coming into our house. Drums. Never. And we're not talking about, because you can get away with like electric drums, you know, where it's like headphones on. The real ones. The real drums, especially when you're garbage at drums and you're just learning. They're never coming in our house. I had a friend in high school that played the drums and his parents were so tired of it. They put his drums in like they converted the shed of their next to their house. That's smart. As like the drum his little studio and now the neighbors have to put up with it yeah <laughs> yeah just leave the door open oh no yeah not not coming into our home do you have the spark of like wanting to, to like like advance just i don't know if it's education but it's just like learning new I do. Or more things i think i think um i didn't for a while because I was just comfortable and also busy and that it was like, oh, I, I don't get it. want You're like a mom. Yeah, yeah. another thing. <laughs> I'm a mother. Um, and just like being sleep deprived. I feel like I was just like, I just need to like get through this day. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you kind of sparked that in me because you would like talk about a topic and I'm like, I don't know anything about this. And so like it made me interested in it. But also, um, what topic? I don't know anything. Aliens. <laughs> aliens. So you I need to whole... know more about aliens. Yeah. Have you? Have... But because I think I'm, I'm going to argue with you about uh, on this point because I think you like the idea of learning new things. Because I've, I haven't heard you be like because the content that you're usually consuming, you're you're reading uh, fictional books, right? I've read in a long time. Right. You're reading fictional books on your Kindle. You're listening to murder mystery podcasts. <laughs> it's true crime. It's different. Okay. True crime podcast. So like. I mean, you you work out a lot, so but like, what where, where are you ingesting moments of like? Um, well, I started listening to some history podcasts. Actually. Did you really? Yeah. Uh, one of them is just like stuff you missed in history class. Oh, that's cool. Um, one of them is you've probably heard of this one. It's pretty big. Stuff you should know. Uh-uh. Have you heard that one? No. It's actually pretty cool. Like they talk about just everything. Like, um, I listened to one on the Statue of Liberty and how like it really came to be in the states. Really? Um, versus like what we think and remember. Uh-huh. And then they like did a deep dive into the Titanic and um, like what actually like was covered in like the movie we saw and then like what actually happened. And then speaking of the Titanic, did you hear the conspiracy theory around the <laughs> Titanic? Like allegedly the Titanic that sunk wasn't the Titanic. Apparently there was like three ships. There was three. There was a, they called one, they were going to call one the gigantic. Oh, that's <laughs> and they ended up not because it was, it was going to sail after the Titanic. Uh-huh. And then there was one. Uh, there's, yeah, three. The, the other sister one sailed before the Titanic. And it was called, oh, shoot. Now I can't remember. I have to re-listen to it now. Sure, sure. But, but I, I haven't cons- heard that. They didn't say that the in the... The conspiracy was like the, when it sunk, it wasn't the Titanic. Like they counted windows and all that and levels and it wasn't the Titanic. Yeah, but, but it, like how But it was like an be? insurance thing apparently. Oh. I, I don't know. No. Uh, it was just, it's a conspiracy. It's a... Con- and I, I listened to the... They talked about the co- the, co- the huge conspiracy theory, uh, the Philadelphia Project, right? Is that what it is? Philadelphia Project, or what is it called? Um, the one that you you had told me about, where they all the that sh- uh, ship that start weird things started happening and people. Oh yes, is that the Philadelphia? I don't know if this is Philadelphia Project, but it was the conspiracy it? theory that there was this uh, mummy that they uh, auctioned off. No. You're thinking of a in different Egypt one. that went on a ship. No, and then the ships, everybody on that sh- that was involved in the thing, like the person who bought it died. The person who purchased oh, no, it no, again no. died. This is the one. It was like a navy ship. Mm. Um, was it a? No, it wasn't a submarine, was it? 
Mm. I can't remember now. Mm. Gosh, my brain is just... Mm. Anyway, it was the one where like they try to like make it disappear. Oh, interesting. You were the one that told me about this. You can't remember? No, I never told you about you, a ship that disappeared. Yeah, you did. You're like, there's this crazy conspiracy theory about like... Uh, it was like a naval ship and they tried... Like the whole conspiracy is they tried to like make it disappear and apparently like people were saying it traveled back in time because um, all this weird stuff started happening and everybody that was on the ship mm -hmm. started like um, they came once they like the ship disappeared and it came back it like people had lost like limbs or like weird things like that. I promise you I never share this with you, but what? I'm already fascinated. I want to sign up. I am like and a I thousand you percent. You're the one that told me about it unless I listen to it on another podcast mm -hmm. and then probably this one kind of like okay now well, i'll tell you this much now i'll tell you this as as a conspiracy theorist uh connoisseur now not a believer but just a connoisseur um i am willing to pre predict that that ship story perhaps that you're talking about i bet you had something to do with the bermuda triangle <laughs> Right, because all the planes no, are it was in Philadelphia. In That's what it was called, the Philadelphia Project. Why do you keep saying Philadelphia? Philadelphia. I don't know. I have a hard time. <laughs> Philadelphia. You keep saying Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Like a Delphia flower. I think. I don't, like, you're thinking of a Dahlia. Oh, Phil. <laughs> so this is a podcast of we don't know Jack. We don't know how to speak or <laughs> pronounce words. People, write us a list of words that you want us to pronounce. <laughs> It'll be a fun podcast. It's me teaching Philadelphia. you words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Two blind mice, man. My, the know. blind leading the blind. Um, what was I going to say? But uh, yeah, I think you did spark that because I'm like, I want to like now know more. And yeah, when I'm talking to people, I, I do feel dumb sometimes not knowing what they're talking about. And then just being caught up on current events, I think is really important too. Uh, current events can eat it. Events? I, uh, events, yeah, you could suck it because uh, there's a lot of drama and negativity and a yeah, lot but of I'm, it is... I mean, just being caught up in like what's happening in the world around you, not just being like sure. naive Oh, did you it. hear we left Afghanistan? Is yeah. that needy? <laughs> no, like even like the space thing you were talking about, like uh -huh. Elon Musk in space, like we send it. No. Jeff, Jeff Bezos is the one I was thinking of uh, going to space, like uh, things like that, where like you see it on just media, even social sure. media, but just knowing like what's going on. Right. Um, um, I one of my favorite you. things is because I listen. Not only did we not have um, interest when we were younger to learn these things, but we also probably didn't have the best teachers, right? Like <laughs> people who probably didn't like their jobs or weren't as great. Listen, but and my parents like back then didn't like try to help foster that in us as kids they didn't know well they're trying to escape communism give them a break okay? <laughs> well they were already in the states so right they were safe <laughs> so what you're saying is get to work you're yeah saying... but now i feel like my parents are like very interested in oh your dad's so like well educated in business yeah politics because and... he's like okay this guy's getting elected oh man business is gonna suck we're, you know we're gonna <laughs> they sell know off. now yeah oh, they're, they're very really... interested. my they dad just good... watches like all the news stuff all so much stuff. right now all the time it's on at home but before it wasn't like that it was like we didn't really know anything about anything the <laughs> i don't know anything about none none the best part though and this is like this is the equivalency of like if you're talking to kyle about bourbons and every bourbon drinker will tell you like the best because you can go spend thousands of dollars on bourbon but like the best ones like when you find hidden gems that people don't know mm -hmm. that don't break the bank right so the same way hidden gems when in terms of like learning something it's the best when you find either podcasts or audiobooks or YouTube channels that are able to be excellent teachers in a small amount period of time. Yes. I mean, like a 30 minute window of like, right. okay, you ingest this and you're like, well, okay, I feel like 
that was a good use of my time. So like for me, I just recently, I love Neil deGrasse Tyson and the way he teaches because he's such an animated person that it's like he's sharing campfire stories. Like you can't help but mm -hmm. getting sucked in. But here's the problem. I, uh, so was a couple of weeks ago or a week or so we went to, I went to Seattle to go get you your car and I planned ahead because I was like, I'm going to be driving this thing back. So I downloaded a book on audiobooks on Audible uh, and I remember Neil deGrasse uh, promoting it and it's a book that he wrote. It's called Astrophysics for People in a Hurry. And, mm -hmm. I, and boom, the title sold me. I was like, I want to dabble into it. <laughs> I think I needed another book to like, like prepare Prep me yeah. for that book because there's a terminology that he's spinning. Because he's trying to do it in such a short period of time. Yeah, and he's like... got like a chapter on gravity. He's got a chapter on dark matter in space, a chapter on, and he'll use words that you're not comfortable with to explain ideas. Other... I was going to say premises. Yeah. premises. <laughs> to explain idea, to explain ideas. And it's definitely something that you have to get that book and then like, well, audiobook, and then just like stare at a wall and slowly listen to it. You yeah. can't be driving your car like on a road trip and dissecting it like it's yeah. Because you have to envision like... a lot of stuff that you don't know. Like he'll just explain how meteorites work and you know the or, or no gray matter for example and like or, or dark matter, which they have space has both dark matter and gray matter. And they're like, well, it's not this because it doesn't have neutrons and doesn't have that because the electrons don't exchange. And you go, you're like, you're trying whoa, to like follow. Wait, 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 yeah. wait, what, how do electrons work again? Yeah. So that's the problem. Go back one more step, please. Right. I'd, I'd rather hear Neil talk about, look, I'm on personal levels with him. Like Neil, I call him Neil. Neil. I don't say the full name. That's, that's how Because, baller. yeah, he's just Neil to you. But when Neil, I, I would prefer Neil to like share things like teach you something in just conversation, not in a lecture, you know? Yeah. But. It's a different kind of, like, it's different the way you digest correct. that versus. Yeah. Oh, correct, right? Because I think those are the best thing times is when you, you learn remember. something and then you're so excited about it and you're yeah. animated that when you tell somebody about it. And I think this is why you, you, you would throw around the idea that I would be a good teacher. I think it's because I got so excited about that thing that I learned. And when you have a passion behind something that you learned, you can't help but remember our again example explain the premise with an example um when you learned about the ottoman empire y you didn't have somebody go oh my gosh you would never believe what happened this was crazy and can you believe they were doing this no they said the ottoman empire was between this and that and it was predated after the turkish empire and then and you're like what where are we what what are we doing right. but if somebody's so gung-ho and excited and they can't help but share their level of excitement for what they learn then you as on the receiving end are like like your your eyes are beating you're 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 receiving all the information mm -hmm. and, and it's definitely soaking. how it's explained to mm -hmm. you is is like how you'll remember it if you're not passionate about it if you're not excited about it mm -hmm. if you're not like that's we also have to be yeah willing to receive that information and want to know dr Rhonda patrick she's on rogan's quite a bit she's uh she's i think a biologist but like in health and nutrition but Every time she breaks down these studies, like these personal studies that she does on omega-3 fatty acids and how it's in, in how it's used in utero and and fish roe and how much is that being absorbed through the like all these things, she's so excited to share and debunk things mm -hmm. that you can't help be like, oh, I guess I'm into health and nutrition now. <laughs> <laughs> I love this, right? And that's why you, you used to tease me about it. 
about I get so excited about things that I always pick up new hobbies. Like mm -hmm. first it was like AT or, or, or jeeping. Remember, I got a jeep and like I'm, I'm like excited about off roading and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So I'm watching nothing but off road stuff, and then I'm excited. <laughs> I watch nothing but gun stuff. Then I'm excited like nothing but Porsche stuff. Then I'm excited hunting, like yeah. hunting. And so I think when there's a technique and a fundamental and just a skill set behind a particular thing, all of that can be taught and like. I'm fascinated by something that could be taught. It's not luck mm -hmm. for you to drive a car 200 miles an hour on a track and make a record breaking time. That's not luck. That's pure skill set. Mm -hmm. And I want to see why that person, what skill set are they, what techniques are they implementing to do that? Mm. Do you feel like um, you being passionate about stuff was always there for you or do you feel like that happened later on in life later after personal development i think i wonder if your mom would disagree because i feel like beckham has that whatever you have uh -huh. inside of you and so that's why i'm like i think it's a lot of it is your personality a lot of it is and then a lot you know some of it is you wanting to learn and grow and like um it's like you form this habit of like being passionate about things but I know Beckham has that from you because he gets so excited about everything. A new thing happens. It's like all, all that's on his mind for the next whatever day that, he, you know, like those airplanes, like rockets, for instance. Like he was obsessed with the model rockets for a little bit of time. And that's all he could talk about. All he could think about. It was like, mom, when are we going to do that? When are we going to do that? When Can you buy that for me? Can we do it now? Can we do it again? Mm -hmm. And I'm like back up like is there anything else like <laughs> you want to think about it and then he goes through these like phases of things of just of being obsessed with it but i think those things are just things that he's already every little boy is excited about but he just has Jack it on the next level that. well that's the next that's what level I'm saying. right he has these like he he's just passionate about things and right he, and i could and oh. i'm like oh you're like your dad you're, you just get really passionate about like a, t a certain mm -hmm. um hobby or thing and he's just like yeah, he's obsessed. So I wonder, and this is strictly a theory <laughs> by examining just two test subjects, myself and him. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if it has something to do with when you don't excel in academics, you show no interest in academia. Um, Jack excels in it. Mm -hmm. And so he shows interest in it. So he has to almost like share his energy level across the board to just kind of pace himself. Unless it's video games, which you found something else that's like, it's a release, right? Mm -hmm. With Beckham, he has no interest in academia, but he's compensating elsewhere. And that is combustible engines of rockets and creating you know, things. Right. And, yeah. And so, I mean, that would make sense. That's where he's like transferring his energy of like just being excited about what's something. your what's your thing and yeah. so he has now the bandwidth so i almost almost argue that jack doesn't have the bandwidth to get gung-ho about One. rockets right though he loves learning about like they're driving we're driving the other day and they're talking about some animals and jack's like oh well they're a mammal did you know that and they're a herbivore and, and i'm like what do you like he he like he'd watch a yeah. national geographic lecture you know lesson and then He's he's using it willy nilly in a in a conversation, in a conversation. right? And I, here I am trying to figure out how to use premise in, in the right context, <laughs> just waiting for opportunities to set it up. I mean, now you've got to say it. I swear, one of these days, some, somebody's gonna say something, and I'm gonna be like, "That's an interesting premise," and I'm gonna use it correctly. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna use it correctly. Do you, want, you should like look it up and 
like the um, like examples of the word in a sentence. I remember. And just like remember those examples yeah. and make sure <laughs> word by word. I should have it. word like word of the day. Mm-hmm. I remember being probably 15 years old and I was hanging out with my cousins in Seattle. And they had a group of friends that would come over and they were older. The, this particular guy that was coming over and hanging out with another group was probably in his like mid to upper 20s. And keep in mind, I was like 15. So, and I remember talking to him multiple occasions, but he would be so slow in conversations. Like he would be like, I'd be like, hey man, um, what do you do for work? Well, I work for so and so. I was like, oh, what do you do there? Well, I'm in. And then you see him trying to figure out words. Mm-hmm. And I remember talking to my cousin and be like, hey, what's, what's, why did, is he weird? Why did he talk like that? And she, I remember, she's telling me, she's like, well, he wants to expand his vocabulary. So, so, he's, thinking. so he's thinking of using those words that he learned, you know, these like <laughs> bigger, stronger yeah. words. And I was like, ah, that's, that's probably me trying to yeah. like have a word of the day and search. <laughs> you should have a word of the day. I used to have things like I would write down in my notepad. And I, I mean, a lot of these words are because being an immigrant, like you, you were never really explained those words, mm-hmm. but like to look them up, like pessimist. I wrote yeah. down pessimist. I was like, look up pessimist. And I was like, oh, okay. Recently? I was like, uh, a year ago for sure. Pessimist was a year ago. Really? Under pessimist was like, uh, 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 uh anti-Semitic. And I was like, why am I keep hearing anti-Semitic? And then I like looked, I was like, oh, okay. That's what that means. Nobody sits you and explains yeah. to you. That's yeah. not a, that's not a, you, I mean, the way we learn words is context. Right. Even as kids, it's right. all context based. So like if you hear a word, but like you don't know what it means, usually it's because it's either like too broad in like context or yeah, it's just like well, it's the bro- hard to like um, decipher like what. Well, here's a perfect example for too broad of a context. I keep hearing, well, not keep, I don't know what kind of content I'm consuming, <laughs> but like I would hear multiple uh, conversations of people saying like, oh, there are like these anti-semitic uh, uh uh statements and i'm like what, what, what kind of statements are, what are those because yeah. <laughs> it could be anything yeah that's very broad. yeah it's very specific and nobody's know. gonna like specifically say right anti-jewish right yeah. right so it's yeah i feel like there's still some yeah that i'm like i probably should look up but i can't like for me like i think of a i see i hear a word i don't know it i kind of just like yeah assume mm-hmm. what it means based on context but there's some that i don't know and then i just like it kind of like flies away for life yeah <laughs> flies well away you're also you you you're far more you you have you're better educated than i am in terms of like academics i just i just all of my knowledge is like through podcasts and and just things that i would hear you know through digital content that i'm consuming a lot mm-hmm. of your information which i mean now that's that's learning that's Mm-hmm. like i mean that that's like look, going to class basically like we did back in the day in like college but now you could just hear content and um different topics anywhere which and, is kind of awesome and i think that's why it's so important to kind of educate yourself on just being a more well-rounded informed person all around whether it's mm-hmm. a, astronomy whether it's a, a nutrition whether it's geopolitical issues whether it's um uh you know intermittent fasting like once you have a thank you you know i'm I'm, i don't know if you noticed but i've been pumping the brakes on you have yeah i feel like i say alien more than you do i want to she is just what enough with alien talk just twice in one podcast they're not real okay (laughs) 
They're unidentified. Yeah. I do. I feel like Use an the example, older please. I get, the more I am actually having a harder time coming up with words in my like daily vocabulary and sentences. Do you find that? I feel like I've always, and that's another thing going to the bilingual thing is um, just since I've been little, I've always had such a hard time finding the perfect word I'm thinking of in my, like my speech. Well, the problem is I think you actually think about what you're going to say versus me. I just start <laughs> just saying it. And maybe that's I it. I maybe I think too much about what I want to say. And so I want to find this like perfect word that I'm like, that's, on the tip of my tongue but i can't come up with it and nothing else will work except that word and then i'm just sitting there going uh uh and like snapping my finger and i do that i feel like i do that so much where i'm looking at you and going what's that word i'm thinking of and you're like i don't know and i'm like oh what is that word and i it's like i need to know because it's gonna bother me say that i think it's because you're too smart I think if you were less smart like oh, me. Oh, thank you so much. I think if you're less smart like me, just use example. I think <laughs> you and I true. need to... Tr- I, I need, we need to switch a We need to switch some use techniques. Our I, I need to slow down and think. And I think you just need to... If you can't find... But I feel like I st- come across sometimes like not intelligent or not educated because I can't come up with a word. And because I do that so often where I'm like talking, talking, and then I'm like stuck and people are just looking at me and I'm like, oh, what's that word I'm thinking of? Sometimes it's not even like a very big or um, hard word. Sure. It's just one that didn't come to my brain. But I wonder if there's a part of you, because you're not a stubborn person. You're a competitive person. Mm-hmm. And I, don't, I wonder if you're just competitive against yourself. Like, I, I need to know this. I, I need to remember this. So I, I know a lot of these examples you're talking about where you have been just like stuck and looking for me for what you're trying to articulate. Of that specific word. Or not even like a word. Sometimes it's a almost like an idea or a phrase. But the problem is you're, I always think of like a person's attention. Yeah. And maybe it's because I'm constantly looking at analytics on YouTube. Like how do I create Mm -hmm. content that people, I'm I'm always feeding into people's attention spans. That's where I make my money is people's attention spans. And so I have a little bit of a better gauge of a person's attention span. So with you, you're not constantly doing that. So when you f- are looking for the word, well, you're not realizing you just spent 12 seconds looking around. And the person's That's what I'm already, saying. That's and, why. And you don't come off uneducated. I think you come off uh, boring. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, not boring, but like you're you're not as, uh, you're not, that person is like, they lost interest. Yeah. Most people go, done. I don't care what that perfect yeah. word is now. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't. So I think you just need to get better about just dropping it and use an example. Right. I don't know where I'm going. Okay. Like, yeah, if you go like, oh, what am I thinking? Well, you know what I mean? Like, like sometimes you'll do this thing and you're like, that's enough to draw a person's attention right. back. I just, I don't think about like using an example. I just like, uh, just, I'm so, my thoughts are so like linear. It's, I have to finish this thought, start the next one. Like, isn't that weird? I'll give you like a dose of my like ADD <laughs> and you'll be like throwing examples here and there. <laughs> I know. I need, yeah. I'll just like just remember abandon. what you. Just abandon. Because think of people like, okay. Are they going to be interested? We're 12 yeah. seconds deep. Like, I'm yeah. still thinking of the word. Just drop it. <laughs> if you can't recall, go to an example. Boom. That just, should be my next, like, that immediate. That should be immediate thing. Can't remember. It? Okay. You know what I mean? Like, just do that. Yeah. Except if it's mid-sentence, you can't say you know what I mean. <laughs> no, no, no. Not know what I mean. But, like, use an example. And, and then, then you can say you know what I mean. <laughs> you always got to follow up with that. So that people know or want yeah can tell you if they know what you mean <laughs> and half the time they want to know what you mean but they don't and they'll lie to you so we could be over with the story <laughs>
<laughs> there's like boring and then there's just like over it. Over it. This cool, is Cool, I was following and now I'm not, but cool. yes, yes. I do know what you mean. But we got there. We got there. <laughs> I know what you mean. This has been fun. I actually didn't know what we were going to talk about today. And look, look, we just. I know. Look at us. Just, that was a very intelligent conversation. That was a sophisticated. <laughs> what would you say the premise of this? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the right way of saying it, man. You I use it like the premise behind like an action or like a story or like that's what I use premise as. You know, I'm going to tell Kyle now every time we'll shoot videos. I'll be like, we need a premise behind this. <laughs> <laughs> what is the premise behind this video? <laughs> Just like, <laughs> I love it. I would out. love to have heard what how you used it the few days ago. That's what I told you. I told you. I, I gave you the example. That's I, exactly. What that's you exactly. Said. What I said. I said like, well, you know, the 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 premise of the uh, the example premise. No, if we're gonna stick to the premise of your example, like. <laughs> okay. okay. The premise but, of your example. Yeah. I mean, you could get kind of get away with it. Sure. But. You know? Hopefully, just like flew past. Them. It felt right. It looked like it because it was it was like nine people on a Zoom. And call. also, if you felt confident in the way you were saying it, oh, confident. That's fine. Confidence if you're is confident, key. I think, and you have good ideas because I think I had I shared a pretty good idea for the projects that they wanted to yeah. come up with. Uh, when you're so confident about it, the person receiving that almost overlooks. Not even there. I think they start doubting what they thought that <laughs> word meant. <laughs> like, whoa, he said that really confidently. That must be the right. I must not be using it in the right context. You know, and then they're gonna start using it out of yeah. context, <laughs> and that's how and misinformation that, is spread. Exactly. Oh, good. Fake it that's till you good. make it. Yeah, you're uh, good at that too. Thanks. I'm not good at that. Thanks. Well, you I know. feel like people can see right through me. When somebody says you're good at faking it, that means you're you're good at lying. That's no, all. No, you're is. good at like fluffing, fluffing. Fluffing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good at fluffing pillows. That's about it. Yeah. Well, you know. There's a job for everybody. <laughs> kidding. All right. Let's wrap this up. Yeah. This is fun. This has been a fun talk. These La LaCroix taste delicious. These are the last two LaCroix in we're, the fridge. We're going to take the kids uh, to Florida for a few days. I heard that's uh, COVID central. I'm kidding. No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> we're going to have fun. We're going to make memories. And I'm excited to not make videos for a little bit until yeah. we come back. Little little vacay right. for the fam. Cheers to the vacay. Cheers. Bye. Bye.